0: He was a husband, a son, a preacher, but yet practiced black magic, an entrepreneur, millionaire, adulterer, felon, drug trafficker, and suspected murderer, whom to present day is the connecting piece to the disappearance of three unsolved missing women cases in Florida. He was also... My father. You can run from the truth. You can run and hide from the truth. You can deny and avoid the truth. But you cannot destroy the truth, nor can you make the lie true. Delano Johnson. Hello, my ears. How are y'all doing? It's Thursday. And like I told you guys on Monday with my Heart to Heart podcast, if you haven't listened to it yet, please go back and check it out. And I also got like a new sponsor deal. So that was pretty cool. Though was for charity. It's still pretty cool that they reached out. So I said I was going to come back to the artificial tree today on Thursday. And here I am. Are we ready? Do we got our hot tea? our cocoa, our snack, our glass of wine maybe. Three missing women romantically linked to my father. All three supposedly after wanting to end their affairs disappeared without a trace. Cleve was never brought in for questioning, but this case caught a detective's attention And he came to question my father at his office. Cleve told the detective that the third missing woman, just a 21-year-old college student, got involved with drug trafficking, and he thinks may have moved out of town. Of course, her family and friends didn't believe this. And like the other two missing women, her abandoned car was found a couple of weeks later in the next city over. But that was the end of questioning from the detectives. In 1989, my father had reached millionaire status. I would say since about 1987. He had what seemed like an invincible image. Law enforcement hated him, but they couldn't make anything stick to arrest him. Cleve was a smart man. Dare I say... Brilliant. I remember I had just started driving. Um, I was 16 and I had a convertible Mustang. And I remember driving in the neighborhood. It was like the road behind my house. And um, I was speeding. So the cops, there were a couple of cops, and they were standing outside the car. And I guess they were talking to neighbors. I don't know what they were doing. But I sped down the back road and I stopped at the stop sign. Well, they flagged me down. And of course I stopped and they said, you were speeding. And I said, I was, I said, yeah, we're going to give you a ticket. I said, well, how do you know I was speeding? And they said, we just know. Well, I got the ticket, came home to my dad and he was livid. He was like, well, were they, did they clock you? Like, how did they know if they were out of the car? I said, they said they knew. I knew I was speeding. Okay. My dad hired a lawyer for that ticket that speeding ticket. He hired a lawyer. And let me tell you, the outcome was great. <laughs> so the law did not like my father. His money, his status in a neighborhood, his cockiness, um, it, it just rubbed them the wrong way. Now, I'm not going to fully read and disclose everything through my podcast. I just wanted to tease y'all about my future project and hopefully catch the attention of someone that could maybe make this dream come true. But I will tell you on this podcast, proof could never be obtained to pin the missing women on my father. Could never. No matter what they tried to come up with, who they spoke to, they could never, ever pin these disappearances on my father. The law wanted him behind bars, though. And when I say the law, I mean police, detectives, lawyers, judges. They set out to make it happen. I asked my mom. Like, was she even questioned by detectives ever in all these years from the first disappearance in the 70s? Was she ever questioned? She said no. They never questioned her about my father's whereabouts or business practices. They never even came to our home. Only neighborhood speculation put Cleveland Hill Jr. on trial for the disappearance. But it didn't seem to hurt his image. People still fawned over him, looked up to him, and gave him respect. But the law wasn't giving up. They were going to get him one way or the other. The opportunity presented itself when Cleve got too confident, he got too trusting. My father got sloppy.